For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Curbison, joined with Reed Bacon. Have a great podcast today. We're talking recruiting. I know we don't mention it a lot, but we're talking some guys that really impressed us. Um, some losses with Kyle Casper committing to Oregon, but uh, what the future might look like for Tennessee football. So it's very exciting. We also touch on baseball right now the dip they have with the losses and Tony Vitello's antics, let's say, and suspension and give our takes on it. So great podcast. Uh, let's jump into it. The game. Snap, the kick is in the air and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score, Tennessee 20 Florida 17. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt, touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, shout out our number one sponsor, betonline.ag. Uh, if you're wanting to go anywhere to bet, this is the place. It's the number one source for all the best odds, the stats, everything that comes with it. They've got stuff on the NBA playoffs going on. They've got stuff on MLB. They have golf. They have fighting. They have even casino. So everything you could think of, this is the place to go. It's the best place to bet, and it makes everything more exciting when you do it. So hop on over there. When you do go over there, it's super easy to get started. Um, you can use your mobile device, or you can go on their website, 
and use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, when you sign up and you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So awesome, free money. So why not use BELIEVE as your little code when you go there? Um, tell, them, tell them that we sent you. Uh, so head on over again, that's B-L-E-A-V, promo code to get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Welcome in, everyone. Um, another great podcast. We are back to Zooming with each other. Um, but uh, before we get into anything, Reed, how are we doing, bud? Hello, Kyler. Happy Easter to you, my friend. Uh, it always happens like that where I feel like I hadn't seen you in a while. When we do the – when we, like, oh, yeah. together – when we're together, we record two pods in a row. So that like breaks up. Like we still talked on the phone and still texted during that time, but not having that period of like seeing you face to face like this and talking. So it feels like I haven't seen you all, but I'm doing well. I feel like I might be getting a, getting a little sick or some allergies or something, but great weekend. Um, really, happy Easter. Yeah. 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 Happy Easter. And so it's been, um, you know, two two weekends ago, Ariel came in from New Jersey and, and hung out in Knoxville and visited with my family and I, which was great to see her and have her here. I'm going up there next weekend. And then my Memphis crew were was here in Knoxville this week, so we got to play golf and hang out. And we went to uh, – uh, we had rented out Maple Halls. The, they have the little, like, side room over there. It's like a little private room, and they have two lanes. So we went down there Friday night, went bowling and, and drinking and hanging out. So that was a blast. I always – Anytime I go down there, I always remember when you and I and some of our other buddies went down there and <laughs> got a little rowdy and stuff. And so, yeah, uh, acted fools. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, I, no, it's uh, good. I was about to say the same thing. I played golf yesterday too and played absolutely horrible. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the heck was going on. And I was like so excited to get out there because I finally used my gift card to Golf Galaxy and got a new driver. I was like, oh, yeah, this will be fun. And there it was like a nine hole course with like Where'd probably like four par threes. So there was like a good amount of par threes. And you play? Did you play at Cheekwood in uh, yep. Franklin? That's yeah, exactly yeah. where I played. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, used to, I used to play there a good amount because I live pretty close to Cheekwood and it's a good little course. But, yeah, it's 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 not like a. Yeah, it's not like – And I just – I was all over the place. Like, it was like maybe some good shots. Like, I, my practice swings were completely different than my regular swings. Like, I was just like, oh, this isn't it. This is not it. <laughs> but – Hey, a, um, couple, a couple holes – a couple holes of cheap wood are tight. Like, they're they're very slender. I mean, okay, so it. the other week when you were, you were talking to me and you were like, have you ever made a birdie before? And I told you I made one birdie. It yeah. was on the eighth hole at Cheekwood, the par three, where yes. the flag is at the front of the green and it rolls down. Yeah, yeah. I literally hit it at towards the top of the, the back of the green. It rolls down. And I'm telling you, I just went like this on the ball and it rolled in. That was my first birdie. And it was like on the most impossible putt you could have. So I was just right. like, that was the luckiest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, no, I that's that's funny. I knew it was Cheekwood when you started explaining it and stuff. Um, what what driver did you end up getting? 
Uh, so it's a Cobra King. Yeah. Um, a Speed King or something like that. It's a 2020. It came out in 2020. And did I had you, a 700 Did you go and game. hit them all and stuff? Yeah, I got to hit them when I was in the in the shop. But sure, it's yeah. it was nice just because it was a year older and I wanted to spend some money on a bag and some shoes and different stuff like that. So it was like a good amount of money, still a good driver, but not like the newest ones where you can get sure. like a thousand dollars and just ridiculous stuff like that. Right. But uh, anyways, I don't know if everybody wants to hear about us being bad at golf, but um, first off, first off, did you get some swaggy shoes? Oh, the only shoes they had were freaking black New Balances. What golf galaxy did you go to? Dude, that's 16s. I wear 16s. Oh, that's try- right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, forgot yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> this is, this is, hey, I'm in a different stratosphere than everybody else. I got, I got to deal with different crap, man. There was one glove online, not in store, both shoes and glove online of Golf Galaxy that I could fit in. And four pairs of shoes, two were New Balances. Actually, three were New Balances. One was Puma. And I picked hey. the black New Balance. Hey, hey, cuz, hey. Hey, bro. So I never thought I would rock anything Puma in my life. But last year, so I usually get a new pair every year uh, just because I end up playing so much in the summers. But I had those gray Pumas last year and they were, bro, they were fresh. Like they look good. Um, They were comfortable, but I wore the heels out of them a little too much. Um, And so they weren't as comfortable as I thought they were going to be because they're that kind of like tennis shoe, golf shoe vibe. Mm-hmm. But I just ordered, I just ordered some from Cole Hahn because like I wear. Oh, yeah. Like, so now for my new job, I work remote uh, and I go out and visit some clients and customers. But with my old job, I was in an office every day going out. So your boy was like always getting, you know, new Cole Hans because they would run deals where I could get a, a good amount of them. And so I'd have the loafers or the, you know, all these dress shoes. So I get their emails and I saw that they came out with golf shoes. and I was like. All right, let me check because I have a couple pairs of their tennis shoes that I like, and their golf shoes are sick. So I ordered them about a week or so ago, worn for the first time this week. Super comfortable, super great, loved them. So I don't think I don't know if they got 16s, but it's worth checking out. Then we can <laughs> probably do not. I'm just gonna let you know. I'll look tonight. I'll look tonight for you and see if that is. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check for me. Um, anyways, I know everybody else is here to hear about our golf game and our apparel, but uh here. You know they want to they want to know about recruiting. Um, we barely ever touch on recruiting, but I thought this would be a good time after the spring practice episodes and kind of catch up on some stuff. Uh, so first, we'll talk about guys that we just recently got committed. Um, first one being Nathan Robinson. So defensive end, uh, good size kid. At six five two fifty five, like that was the first thing I said. I was like, okay, that's a good frame. Like that's a good place to start. Um, so then went and watched this film, and he's got a good eye for the ball. He he figures out where the ball is going. Like he finds that ball, which is very good. Like that part of the game, which is kind of hard to teach uh, in a way, is good. But. Nothing really amazed me. Nothing really just caught my eye. And I mean, this is probably why he's just a three star. 
Um, I wasn't like, oh, that's his move. You know, like a lot of guys, like you need to have a move. Like Reggie White had the hump move. Like, you know, Derek Barnett had the had the dip and rip. Like uh, Vaughn Miller's just speed, speed, speed around the edge. Like most defensive ends have a move they go to. Um, I didn't see that. And then also the competition. Like I, I watching it, I saw some offensive linemen out there that probably wouldn't start on a freshman team for some high schools out there. So I don't know if we're getting a great representation, but from the beginning, his size, his frame, his ability to find the ball, all of those things are very good coming into college. So uh, it's so nice. I got my work laptop here and so that I can talk about this different stuff and, um, and pull up his. So when he first committed, I was like, all right, who is this guy? Who is this kid? Like, let me go check him out. Ah! Dab on the ass. <laughs> oh gosh. Woo. Anytime I would joke with there, yell, anytime I sneeze, I always like dab or do something stupid. Or, or I do this thing where I sneeze and dab and then turn it right into a song. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the woo, and then I start singing. Um, all right, sorry, folks. I'm playing sick, I guess, tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, no one's going to get excited about this offer list, Kyler. Akron, Austin P, Eastern Kentucky, Indiana, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Vandy. Virginia Tech, West Virginia, okay. And he's got Mississippi State, Missouri, Notre Dame, and Purdue on here, but those those last four hadn't offered. So, I mean, Ole Miss offered, Kentucky offered, okay. I mean, And it's still, and it's great that he's a Tennessee guy. Right, right. So, so offer list is whatever. I, I will say this. When I started watching his highlights, I thought the exact same thing of you, of like, I love his frame. I like his size. They have him listed as a D-line. He was playing stand-up linebacker a good amount. So like oh, that was like all of it. You correct, correct. So when he's playing like inside a lot compared to outside, so I think that is very beneficial for him um, to, to to continue to work on his hips and his feet and athletic ability. Because when you're standing up and chasing and shedding blocks, like that's only going to help you be more athletic. Like it's going to help you continue to improve in that area. So then, then when he does come on campus, mm-hmm. whether they whether they turn him into a outside linebacker or hand in the dirt defense end or whatever, like. You know how it is in the in the in the um, when you go when those steps up. Yeah, you go I mean, how many times have did we see Tyler Barron or Byron Young play coverage? Like, actually have to drop on some of those defensive schemes. So it's like, hey, if this guy can play stand up and be athletic, okay, great, because he's probably going to have to drop if he's at DN. Right, but but what I was going to say is like when you go a different level of of uh competition like when you go from high school to college then you go to college to pro everything the speed of the game is different so it's like i'd be fast enough to play linebacker in high school which is good but that means when he goes to the next level like yeah he played linebacker in high school so he could probably run a decent amount but now he's going to be a a defensive end and so it's like you know what i mean because i remember hearing people talk all the time when someone's going from college to to the pros and just to name a few of like one of our favorite players, like Keith Bullock. Like Keith Bullock played safety in the in in college for Syracuse. Yeah, he had, he had to play linebacker in the NFL. You know what I mean? Or like Brian Urlacher. People forget Brian Urlacher, one of the greatest middle linebackers to play the game. Like he was a safety in college. So it's like, 
you know, it's almost, and then it's like the guys that maybe played linebacker in college, they're, they're going down to the, to the outside linebacker defensive. defensive end. Now, yeah. And that, that's for, that's for special cases, but I'm just using that as an example for, for a guy like this on a, on a much smaller scale people, but or, like, or I mean, even more to your point, like you see guys playing defensive end in college play D tackle and mm-hmm. NFL, they gain weight Correct. and just Correct. get a little bit stronger Correct. and play D tackle. And it's all because of the pyramid of, there's someone out there that's always a little bit better. Yeah, you know? a little so, bit faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Unless you are, you know, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, you know, unless you are these starters, pro bowlers, all pros, and Hall of Famers. Like, the, the, you know, those are the, the guys. But, um, but, but no, yeah, great, great point. So, anyways, like, watching his film, I thought the exact same thing you. I was like, man, I don't know about this talent. Like, this isn't wowing me. And this is not a knock on any of these guys. Like, all these guys – are, are, are good football players. If you're getting a scholarship to the University of Tennessee, like, kudos to you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you and your family. Like, this is a big deal. And so, him being a Tennessee kid, I think it's great. I mean, we obviously love the frame. The coaches are going to love his frame. And yeah. I did think, like, I was happy, to be honest with you, I was happy that I saw him playing like stand-up linebacker because that meant, like, if he was just a defensive end and already was looking a little slow, a little, like, glue, glue, like, big <laughs> – you know, being a big <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being that way in the high school ball that he was playing, I'd be a little bit nervous. But since they did have him at linebacker, I thought yeah. he played well. I mean, there was times where he shot the gap well. He took on blocks well. He you you would think at six five two sixty, he'd just be bowing people over. But no, like he had some nice little wiggle and some nice little um, athletic ability. And then he also took some people on too. So you know, I, I don't know if this kid's, you know. I don't see this Tennessee coaching staff. I don't see this coaching staff doing one of those numbers. Maybe when it gets closer to time, and maybe we have a chance at another blue chips, and they say, "Hey, Nathan, you might need to go find somewhere else." I don't necessarily see them doing that. But yeah. like, but does Nathan Robinson ever play? I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe he's a special teamer. Maybe he's a rotation guy. You got a tough road when you start out. You know, three star. And where he's starting out, like he, he has a harder road than some of the other guys that come in. Like, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a reason there's three, four, and five stars. It, it's, you know, yes, their athletic ability and um, their strength and what kind of stuff they show on film, but it's also like, okay, who are you playing against? Like, it's right. very easy for these people to be like, this guy's a five star because he's playing in Florida and he's playing against these really, really good athletes. But, I mean, I, like I said, like I saw offensive linemen he was going against that were just jokes. Like, yeah. sorry about it. Like, they should not have been playing O line. Right. But, right. You know. Yeah. Hey, it, you know what? It is what it is, but you never know. I mean, when you take a guy like this, you might look up in a couple of years and he's the three star Jalen Reese made when he's a three star Cam Sutton. And, and I'm not, not even saying that good. I'm just saying where he's a starter and a pretty good player. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not saying he's going to be one of those guys. Because they were very, very good players, but you get you get my point. Um, yeah. Trevor Duncan. So Trevor Duncan, baby, let's go yeah. KCHS, baby. <laughs> go Irish. <laughs> so um, I got a funny, I got a funny Trevor Duncan story with, and this is me never talking to the kid, never anything like that. So when I lived out west before I sold my house, I would go to the YMCA. Matter of fact, you came and worked out with me there one time, the West Side mm-hmm. Y. Over there next to Trader, behind Trader Joe's, behind Bob's Packers uh, liquor store on West Hills area. 
So I would go there every day after work. And there's a good amount of Catholic kids in there, a good amount of high school kids, but a good amount of Catholic kids. So I'm in there one day and I'm seeing this guy and he's got Catholic gear. And this, this kid's a, like a big kid. And I'm like, it's like, dang, this kid's been a pretty big kid, pretty strong kid. I'm like, he's six, three, six, four, probably 230, 40 pounds. I'm like, dang, like, I'd love to have been that size in high school. I was like, that big boy, strong guy. And he's in there every day working hard. I'm like, okay. And I was like, wait, I wonder if this is that Trevor Duncan kid I've been hearing about at Catholic. Like, I wonder if that's him. And so I, I, I pulled it up on my phone to check the profile and, and to look at his profile and see his picture. Well, this kid wasn't him. And I was like, well, dang. I was like, I was like, that's weird. I was like, this kid is a good sized kid, but I've never heard of him or seen him play. So I'm not going to knock that kid. I found out he, I don't know whether he was soft or not very athletic or whatever, but he, he didn't really play for Catholic. But the funny thing is, is like, I'm like, dang, that's not Trevor Duncan. So fast forward, probably about a week, week and a half. And all of a sudden this kid comes walking in there and I'm like, who the is this kid? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, this dude is different. And I'm talking like, like legit six, five, but his shoulders are like Dwight Howard. And he's got these long, long arms. Like there's some people that like have like the good chest and they're maybe a little bit more narrow but yeah. then their arms are a little bit bigger. They're just they're 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 they can be good size, but they're just a little bit more narrow. But then you got those guys that got those big long shoulders, which their chest isn't going to be as big because they're kind of like that, like hunched over or whatever. Well, this kid comes walking in. I'm like, this son of a bitch looks like a. I mean, he's like an like the size of a college NFL player already. Yeah. And I'm like, I and I'm like, I, I bet that's him. So I re looked it up, and it was and it was Trevor. He had his long hair, and he's wearing Virginia Tech uh, toboggan that he would wear a lot. I later ended up finding out that he was being recruited by them, but his brother played there. So that's why he was always wearing some Virginia tech stuff or Catholic mm -hmm. stuff or whatever. But Kyler, I'm going to tell you right now, this size wise dude is an absolute freak size wise. Like no offense to how big you were in high school. Oh, I get, I literally before like keep going. I literally thought watching this film, I was like, it, it, is this how I looked when I was in high school, like versus some of these teams or some of these offensive linemen or like, is this like the difference in size? Is this what other people saw? Because, bro, I love him. I absolutely love him. I absolutely love everything about his film. But keep going about his size. So I think you guys were just different players. I mean, he is more of an edge and you more you were definitely more of like a, a D tackle, um, yeah. you know, but I'm gonna be honest with you. If you haven't seen this kid in person, which I did, I would be talking completely different right now if I had just watched his film. If I had not seen this kid in person, because the, the the film does not do his huddle does not do him justice. How big he is, bro! He is imposing. Like you know how we jokingly talk on the other thing when you see a guy and like, yeah, I could fight him. Like I could be. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that the first kid I was talking about, who's a very nice kid, uh, good sized kid, but I was like, damn, that's a good sized high school kid. And then, of course, me being joking, I was like, yeah, I can, you know, I can still take him. I can still take him. No big Right. Game. When I saw Trevor, I was like, he, he honestly kind of looked like a wrestler when he was walking in, like the long hair, the big shoulders. Like, dude looked so like a professional wrestler. Like, he looked so imposing. And I'm like, wow. So, knowing how big he is, and then fast forward, and I saw him at, at Sacred Heart one day for Mass. And he was just in regular, like, church clothes. I, I was like – I saw him again. I was like, 
his back and his shoulders like are wide enough for us to sit down and have dinner on. And so um, he is just a very, he's a very physical player. And, and I heard, a, very I, just, physical. I, I had, I had, I had a chance. Or I got fortunate to be driving on Friday and was listening to uh, Josh Ward and they had the Catholic football coach on there and they were interviewing because Trevor had just recruited. And he's like, I'm going to tell you the best thing about Trevor is like, he's he, like, and he's not, he's like, I'm not taking shots at other recruits. He's like, but nowadays, everybody's such a prima donna. Everybody's like, they eat up the recruiting cycle. They're all on social media. He's like, the best thing about Trevor is he's low maintenance. Like, he comes in, he'll do whatever you ask of him. He'll work extremely, extremely hard, and he's going to be a good football player. And and honestly, like, that's that's what Catholic usually is. Like, we Catholics always had some, like, pretty good athletes sprinkled in, but it was always usually like, we're all going to be team players. We're all going to do what we're asked of us. We're all going to work hard. We're not going to have a bunch of divas and all that nonsense. Um, and that, as a coach, like hearing that, Hypo and those guys have to be so pumped because they know this kid's going to come in. He's going to be probably be a damn good practice player, piss people off because he's going to go hard in the paint. You know, Shardy, what you drank. And he's going to make people better. And it, it's like, I, I'm just telling you, like the highlight film does not even do justice how big and physical he is and how he plays. Yeah. Well, I mean, the- <laughs> In the highlight film, he was taking kids' helmets off, like pullers coming to hit him, and he was taking their helmets off. So I was automatically impressed with him and his physicality and everything like that. He's listed as a defensive end. In my eyes, and and I said this about Cade, too. I was like, listen, you need to know how to play guard and center because you're going to be playing that maybe in college, but definitely in the NFL. This guy's going to be playing D-tackle. In my eyes, this is a three technique. If I've ever seen one, he's he's physical as hell. He knows how to get off. He knows how to shed blocks very well. It's not like the, you know, defensive end just trying to avoid any – like he pushes through a, a, a tackle and, and is able to shed those blocks. He takes on those pulls like crazy. He's already 270 pounds. That's heavy for a defensive end, like a heavy – most defensive ends aren't that much, and if they are that much, they're, you know, 6'8". So I think you put 25 more pounds on him, and he's 6'6", 295, rocked up as a three technique. I'll take that all day. I mean, he can beat, he can beat plenty of, you know, 315 guards in the SEC with that frame. Yeah, so I'm looking at his – and, and, Kyle, let me say this. So – his frame for how big he already is, he looks like you don't want to say slender for a man that's 6'5, 275. But yeah. for his size, let me just say for this, his size, he could easily put on another 25, 30 pounds and still look good. Like, and still look good. Like, not, yeah. not, be, not be heavy, not be sloppy. Like, people don't get how big and wide and how tall his natural frame is. I am. I mean, I listen, I get that. I still look like a big guy at 270, but I was 330 at one point. Right. So it's like, right. But uh, you know, if I added, if I was 290, that's 20 pounds, I would look big. I wouldn't look like out of this world fat or anything like correct. that, you know? Correct. Correct. When you got to 330, you were starting to get a little there, but. Oh, know, <laughs> oh my God. It was horrible. Fucking so Coach so, Dilly called me the Michelin man. Word of God, he did. The little, the little tire boy, little yeah. Michelin man, yeah. Yeah. So, 
So if anybody wants a, a taste of what college football coaching is like, that's what you get. You get your head coach calling you the damn Michelin man. So that's for all those that's people funny. out there being like, oh, he yelled at me. The Michelin man, that's not even bad. That's just funny. That's even kind of nice. It's not like you could have given a lot worse examples where they dog cuss you and, like, they tell you the work player, you know. <laughs> hey, like, but, hey, but that hits different. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just, just saying, like, you effing suck to somebody is, like, well, I am here. Like, I did get recruited by a lot. Of, like, I'm playing college right. football. I'm not, like, horrible. But then he's like, you look like the damn Michelin man. So damn fat. It's like, okay. Well, you might have a point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, true. That, yeah, that, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> like, like, look, hey, I know I'm fat. You don't have to tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, so the list, the offer list is, it's fine. It's, I thought it would be a lot more and maybe rivals are 24 seven strong. I don't know why that would be, but I mean, he's got offers from Tennessee, Kentucky, Purdue, Vanderbilt, Virginia Tech, and West Virginia. That's a pretty easy decision for, for him to stay here and play because we're a better program. We're hometown. I get it. I get it if he has a brother at Virginia Tech, but like there's I mean, also a like coaches have a bias when a player is in the hometown of a school. Like, unless you are a five star and pretty much say that like you're open to everything, they are hesitant to offer you. Like when I went to visit and to a little camp at Alabama and met with Coach Saban, he was like why should I offer you? Like, are you ever going to really come here kind of thing? Like you're literally 10 minutes down the road from Tennessee. Like he asked that question and, you know, I lied and said, yeah, I'm open. <laughs> I like definitely open for recruiting. No, but yeah. Hey, like, that's why I'm here, Nick. That's why, I'm that's why I'm here. Why'd you think I took the visit? Um, I would definitely love to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So that is definitely a bias. Like I, I, I guarantee there's coaches out there. Like I'm not wasting my time recruiting this kid. He's literally goes to Knoxville Catholic and you've seen the guys that come out of there that went to Tennessee, even Cade Mays went back to Tennessee. So it's like, I'm not dealing with that as a coach. So I don't want to say like his offer list is short. He's still a four star. Like there should be other sec teams offering him because he is a four star, but yeah. I think they're hesitant because they're like, like Lane Kiffin's like, I, he's not going to come here. Yeah. Like, even if I were to offer him, like, and spend some time, I I, I just don't think that's – it's going to be it. And, and it's – listen, it's, it's a great point by you, and that's a great insight that you can give because, because you're right. I mean, I, I would be the same way as a coach. Like you said, unless you're a legit five-star and you got offers everywhere and, like, you are a super, super blue chip, like, yeah, like – or if you hear some buzz, you know, these guys know if you hear some buzz, like, is there a chance to get this kid out? Like, mm -hmm. Amari Rogers was a Knoxville Catholic kid, but, like, he was probably, like, a sophomore committed to USC because that's where T was. So yeah. people already knew, and, like, he kind of probably made it known that he wasn't a huge Tennessee guy that maybe didn't want to fall in the dad's footsteps. You know, so it's like, you know, some of those type deal. Um, but, it, but especially, too, if Tennessee's on the rise at the time, like, it's going to be more difficult. Maybe with T um, – what's his name, T. Higgins and Amari and, you know, Cade and um, who was the other guy, uh, Tucker from Catholic. Yeah, Brian Tucker. You know, yeah, some of these guys, like Tennessee wasn't as good then, and, you know, Clemson's, you know, five hours down the road winning national championships or Georgia or whatever. So, if Tennessee's good, it makes a difference. Uh, but, yeah, I 
I'm happy about Trevor. Um, I mean, the kid's so big, he could play defense end, defense tackle. I mean, they can make him an offense tackle if he wanted. I mean, he's just just size wise, frame wise, like I don't know how his feet are and stuff. I've only seen him really play defense, but the kid is such a he's just such a great body that um, he's got such a great body that he sky's kind of limit with him. You know. Yeah, I'd love to actually go watch a game now. Like, I want to go watch a Catholic game and, and see him actually play. And some other guys on the team, too, that I coached when I was at D1 and, and trained with them. And now they're, like, you know, juniors and seniors. I want to see how they progressed. So, I'm going to try and see a game this fall. And I yeah, know they play a lot year. in Nashville, so I might be able to catch one there. I was about to say, you said that crap last year. We were like, yeah, let's go to Cali and together. And then you like never came to town, which I get it. I get it. It's hard to make sure. But they do play. They do like last year. They played like, I think, probably three games in Nashville, maybe. It seemed like. Yeah. So get your big ass over there, eat you a hot dog, and watch a game. <laughs> yes, I need to. Uh, let's move on to some other recruits. So another big name that's going oh, on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. What? I forgot one thing I want to make mention about Trevor. Okay. The kid, by the way, by, by the way, um, besides seeing him in the Y, I will say like, and it, and I was I meant to tie it in with what listening to what the what the coach said on uh, on the radio, and then I got sidetracked probably because of you, but maybe because my own brain. But I will say I will say it was impressive to see him come in there. He came in there and he had a boot on. I guess he had had some surgery or something, or maybe just an injury after the season. But he had a boot on his right leg I think but that kid will come in there by himself all the other high school in there kids are in there nonsense and around like kind of working hard digging around that kid would come Trevor would come in there every day he'd put his headphones on and he would just get after it I'm talking like I'm talking about like soap shirt soap sweatshirt like he wasn't in there just digging around and it was good to see because a lot of times like some of these kids aren't disciplined enough to do that especially on their own now maybe if they have someone like they're going to a, a personal trainer or a coach or something, but he would come in there every day, man, and work it, uh, work hard after the after Catholic season ended. So I want to give that kid kudos for that. So it seems like he's all around a good quality person that you want in the program, let alone that can help a difference on the field. Go yeah, that, yeah, that's awesome to hear. I mean, just self-discipline. So Okay there, listeners, we've got another ad here. This one is Athletic Greens. So tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and even aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So, to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens. Take ownership of your health. Um, we'll hop into wide receiver Carnell Tate uh, that is uncommitted right now. Uh, is a big grab for us if we're able to. A lot of places have predicted that he'll come to Tennessee uh, and that Nico is part of that, like getting him there which is nice to see. Um, 6'3", 185, tall, but like a string bean. I compared him to a slower version of Justin Hunter. Like, that's who you reminded me of, just not as fast. Justin is a 4'4 speed every all day, every day, where he has some straight line speed, but I would say maybe like a 4'6 to a 4'7 right now. And he doesn't have much of a cut or moves off the line or anything like that. I would say like his first like 10 plays, it was just him running straight, like running seams, baby, throwing the ball and on his highlight film. So I I think what that might just be like, he's not that quick twitch kind of guy. So what he needs to do is make the little tiny things that he does in his route progression help him. So the little tiny looks or the head fake or whatever help to fake out that DB, fake out that corner, be able to get him open somehow. But I mean, still 6'3", 185, like still has, you know, the capability of putting on some weight and be a good player for it. I mean, I was hesitant to be like, yay, with this guy when I saw just like streak, streak, streak. But then I thought to our offense and I go, well, I mean, we have a few of those plays in our offense where guys just run straight downfield. Uh, and if he can have that top end speed and reach over a defender, then he'll be a good player for us. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, first off, you and I watched the game so similar, it's not even funny. But <laughs> I, because yeah, I was the same thing. I was like, and, and I saw a little clip highlight of, where it wasn't like a huddle highlight. It was like another one. He, he had a couple other things besides just deep, deep routes. He had like one slant and he caught it. It was a good catch, but then like he got tackled. Like, you know, if you're a four-star, I'm, I'm like expecting you to catch it, break the tackle and house call it. Um, but I'm seeing stuff like I got his 24-7. I thought this kid was like 6'5". Like they're, they have him listed here at 6'2", 185. What did you see him? I, I saw 6'3", 185. Okay, okay. Um, and I, I mean, mean you can tell that he is like taller yeah, on huddle, sure. but For like sure. no, he's not six six or anything like that. Okay, right, right, right. Okay. So um, I mean his his, his offer list, I mean, you gotta love that he played at IMG because he's gonna play very, very good competition. Yeah, I mean the offer the offer list is what you think of a blue chip guy. I mean, Tennessee, Bama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State, um, you know, Auburn, Cincinnati. Colorado. I mean, I'm not even naming some of the. Dab on it. I'm not, you know, LSU. Like, listen, there's more than the, the ones I'm naming. I'm not going to name, you know, Illinois and Ohio, uh, Iowa State or Colorado. But I mean, dude's yeah. just got the laundry laundry list of offers. So an absolute freak show. Um, but I will say, like, I felt the same thing when watching his highlights as you did. Like, okay one-trick pony type type deal. And you know what? Like, that's okay. If you're great at it, like, you can be very, very helpful to our team. Like, if you're, you know, whatever. If no one can stay in front of you, 
come on down. You know, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Know. Our offense runs streaks all the time. Correct. Correct. So, so yeah, like, I mean, I, I think he's really good. Um, you know, Rivals got him as a four-star. 24-7 has him. Rivals has him as a five-star. 24-7 has him as a four. Um, you know, this stuff's so funny. I never get on here, really. But, look, but like, the future cast has him to Ohio State 88%, but then some to Tennessee. But then the other website says warm on Tennessee. So, who knows? But film-wise um, – yeah, film wise, I thought I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. I, I, I know we're about to talk about uh, Kyler. What's his name? Kyler Casper. Casper. Yeah, so we're about to talk about him next. Like Kyler Casper's film was so much better than than, than Carnell Tate's. And like, yeah, hey, was, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's probably not good that I watched him in succession because I was like, oh, like, man, Kyler looks a lot better than I mean than that. Carnell. that, that yeah, so like I don't I don't know who these kids are until I start watching them like this. So it's like, all right, who's this Cornell kid? And I started watching his like film, and I was like, whoa! Like this one made me say, whoa, because he is six five, you know, six four, six five. Kyler, you're talking about? Huh? You said Cornell. You're talking about Kyler? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, like I was watching, you know, Cornell stuff. Um, and not to say that I'm not going to continue talking about him. Matter of fact, I got his highlights pulled up here. But no, yes. I just bring up Kyler because we were talking about both of them today. I watched both of them. And that kid is the one that's like, holy crap, like this kid is different. This kid's blue chip. Like, I don't know how good his competition is, but not only was he beating people deep, he was catching the ball, would have a yak, after, you know, yards after catch. I mean, I mean, there were like, he was putting moves on people. Like the way he moved, he should be 6'1", 6'2". 6'5", people aren't supposed to be that fluid. Yeah, and, like, his, like, ability to, like, move his body throughout the air. Like, there was multiple catches, like, in the end zone of him kind of, like, spinning around in one hand. Like, your body control as a wide receiver is so important. He has that. And then, I mean, the piece that there is is stance, the thing I love the most. He literally had blocking highlights on his highlight tape. And I was like, thank God. This guy is not afraid to block. He'll go out there. He'll do what he needs to do for the betterment of the team. And it's just like. Ugh, like wide receivers blocking is the most unselfish thing they can do. And so many of them don't want to put that on their highlight tape. I'm like, bro, throw that thing out there. Are you putting somebody on their ass? Coaches love it. Absolutely yeah, love I, it. Yeah. And I know we're, we're, we're kind of mixing in two of them now and, and I'll, and I'll, I'll jump, I'll jump back to Parnell and then we'll go to, to Kyler. But like, I mean, I'm watching another highlight film. So this highlight film, I am not seeing, listen, the kids are a really, really good player. I mean, we're just being nitpicky. Like he has good hands. I love that he adjusts the ball well. Um, you know, if you score touchdowns, you score touchdowns. Not only is he running by people, but I want to see like not only is he going to just run by people, catch the basket, catch the basket, catch the basket. Like I do want to see how you, like you said, control your body. What's your catch radius? How do you maneuver yourself? Like can you go up and make the difference? You know, whether you're going up catching it or whether you got to turn side to side or whatever. And like this highlight is a little bit different. Than the IMG one um, that I saw, um, but yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he's a good player. Like, I, I'm, I would, you know, be happy to to get him, um, and and you know, I think that would be huge just for the momentum. Get a four star kid, you yeah. know, four four slash fringe five star, whatever, you know, one you're looking at. So like, yeah, don't get me wrong, like I would love to have him, but then again, Kyle, like, 
I'm not going to be super bummed if we don't. And, and that's not a knock on him. It's just a knock on the fact that it's a wide receiver. Like, do I want one or two blue chip guys in the next couple of years? Yes. I want a first round draft pick receiver coming, meaning a guy that you know is going to have a chance to be an absolute all SEC, all American. I want a Bama receiver. I want a Clemson receiver, Ohio State receiver, or, or Georgia receiver. I want one of those guys. It, at UT, I just want to see it. Yeah, is he? Is this guy it? I don't know. Is Tyler Casper it? You know, I, you know, at, at Oregon, I don't know. But I want one of them on the hill. Just right now, like if watching Carnell's highlights, I'm not going to be bummed if we don't get him because he's good. But I'm not like creaming my pants over here. You know. Well, it's also because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Like, what? first round blue chip guy would you rather have and what position would you rather have him in? Like uh, wide exactly. receiver is one of the bottom ones. Like Correct. you would, you would rather have a safety than a wide receiver. Uh, as a, I don't know. Actually. I don't know. I, I don't know about that one might be tough, but yes, I'd rather have an outside linebacker, a defensive end, a defensive, defensive tackle, tackle, offensive, offensive lineman, lineman, quarterback, quarterback running yeah, back, cor- probably cor- corner. Um, yeah. So, but no, I, but that's why I'm saying, give me one, give me one difference maker. Listen, we all love Cedric Tillman. Good player. He's not a first round draft pick. Like he's just like, I'm talking about physically, like he's got the size and plays physical and good catch, but like, he's not necessarily as elusive as some of these other guys I'm talking about. I'm talking. About I, guy, I agree. Like, I agree with what you're saying that he's not elusive as some of those other guys, like the Judy's or the, the Calvin Ridley's or the, you know, right. Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle or, but I would not put it past him having a break, uh, another great year, him Agreed. being a late round first. I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised. But but if it happens, awesome. But yes, I want I want to I want one. I just want one under Heupel's offense that I can see and be like, wow, that guy is about to go top ten. That guy's about to go top eight. Yeah, to go yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 15. But anyway, so yes, Carnell Tay, good player. You know, if we get him, great. If not, I'm not going to be super bummed about it. He's not a five-star, four-star outside linebacker, you know, yeah. or, or something that, like, I'm like, oh, my God, we got to have him. Now, like, we've already sh- shown our hand with the, this Kyler Casper kid. I mean, I don't know why. They, I mean, I get it. You're from Arizona, so you're staying closer to home. But, like, I don't think Oregon's going to be any good at all. Now, they don't – they're not going to play anybody. And they have like, a defensive head coach. Dan Lanning, he's a first-time head coach from Georgia. Like, I can be the defense coordinator of Georgia. Like – this right now, Kirby can hire me right now, and I'm going to be the defense coordinator of Georgia and be fine. Because they and, got and, dogs. and 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 no of all the Pac-12 teams, like Oregon is yeah. the one you want to go to. Like, do you understand the the earning potential? If if it is nil, do you understand the earning potential of every other team there? Like being in LA, yeah. yeah. Like, what the heck is? I, I'm not sure why he picked Oregon. Um, I mean, it could be just like. He was a 10-year-old when Oregon was Oregon and had Marcus Mariota and, like, all the cool uniforms. And he was like, ooh, I'm an Oregon fan. (laughs) Right. Because I could definitely see that. This feels like a 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14 commit, not a 2022 commit. Like, bro, Oregon ain't the same. Like, it's just not. like So, but anyways, you know what? Good for them to get him. I mean – Whatever I'm pulling up, I'm a, I got him pulled up here. I'm gonna look at his offer list. Hey, and you know what? I love I love being second place to recruits in the transfer portal era. I, f- I freaking love it. 
Because if he if one thing happens where he's not happy, he's like, you know what? Tennessee was pretty good. I'm gonna go there. Well, and the other thing is too, Kyler is th- they're not ever gonna stop recruiting him, like pretty much ever, until like they figure out he's at Oregon and like super happy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, not to go not to go be- basketball mode, but like supposedly all the rumors about Brandon Huntley Hatfield just being constantly recruited, like godly people not to bring up bad news but that one hurt me we can talk about that later but that one stung me right in the little testicles man i was like dang it i don't want to lose him yeah but anyways but anyways yeah so i'm looking at his offer list right now all the west coast schools you know then you get georgia that offered him duke offered him lsu miami michigan state so he has a lot of you know penn state he's got some usc did offer he's got some big timers i mean i don't see I don't see Bama. I don't see a lot of other SEC teams. No, there's still. I mean, like I said, Georgia's still on here. LSU's still on here. Notre Dame's, Ohio State. Yeah. So basically, he has all the big ones except, uh, except Bama, which is probably Nick Saban. Like you said, like why is this kid gonna come here? And another thing I will say this too is like this competition did not look very good. It definitely did not look as good as what Carnell Tate plays at IMG. Um, yeah. But but. His highlight tape, like I said, was was different. Like it it, it looked. It pretty was silly. very impressive. Yes, very. I, impressive. I like. This is one of the reasons I remember watching the film. Then he committed to Oregon, and I thought to myself, "This is one of the reasons I don't watch film on these guys until they're committed, because it makes me disappointed when they go somewhere else." I'm like, God, like I just watched film on this guy. I got excited. I was like, "Oh, this is a great player. Like we're gonna like." This would be awesome if he comes here and then he goes somewhere else. I'm like, well, this is kind of shitty. <laughs> like, God, that's just plain and simple. Like, this is kind of shitty. Like, I got my hopes up for nothing. <laughs> Dang Christmas present. I didn't even get it. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, yeah. Like, it's like you snuck down to the basement and, like, went in there and saw your present. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait till Christmas. And then you opened all your gifts and it wasn't there. It's like your mom ended up taking it back because you were an ass. Like something like that happening. No, it ended up being it ended up being like the brothers. Yeah, it ended up being your brothers, and like you don't get it until um, until he's done with it and they hand me down. So he he gives it to you afterwards. It's the yeah. worst. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, good good for Oregon, man. It looks like they got themselves a dog because, like I said, for six five, you should not be able to move like that and be that fluid. And he's yeah, he's I agree. He's a freak. He's a freak. I agree. Um, okay, so that's all recruiting news. That's all we got for that. Uh, let's talk about baseball real quick. Um, the fact that they had two losses this past week, Tennessee Tech and the first game to Alabama, uh, very much of a dip. Uh, didn't really see this coming. I, I mean, I have no lost faith for Tony – at all. None at all. Still have faith in him. Still think it's going to be fine. We lost that game to Bama. Ended up sweeping him. <laughs> Tony gets kicked out in the second game. Sweeping him. You mean beating him the next two Oh, yeah, yeah. Beating him in the series. Sorry. Tony gets kicked out of the second game. Suspension for the third game. They still beat the crap out of him. Tennessee Tech, we're playing with wooden bats. It's in a neutral site, smoky stadium, like. I'm not reading into that very far. Like, you're literally playing with different bats. Um, But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. When I saw that Tony Vitello 
got up in that rest phase, your boy got hyped. I was ready to throw some bows with Tony. I'm like, let's go, dude. Like, step up for your team. Step up for your coach. I freaking love that stuff. I would get in his little munchkin-ass face, too. Yeah, that that umpires what's wrong with certain sports, whether it's high school or college. I don't really ever see it in the NFL uh, where the guys try to make it about them, but definitely college basketball, college football, like it happens. This yeah. That guy just, like, looked like the definition of little man syndrome and, like, I don't know a ton about baseball. I'm guessing the 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 head crew guy or the one that's supposed to be making the decisions for the day because I guess they rotate, but like it's usually the behind the umpire or behind the plate ump, and then he just has to march his little self all the way from third just to like get in, get injected to like you know try to swing his little pecker around. It's like God, just like leave it alone. Um, this is this this is a couple of things, Kyler. First off, I I I I called like I said we would lose to Tennessee Tech. I said that that's just one of those midseason games, you know, midweek games that they're probably not as up for. And if you're not from East Tennessee or you don't really keep up with baseball, like I, I don't really keep up with baseball, but I know this Tennessee Texas is a good baseball program. Now, how good they are this year, I don't know, but I know that they have they have been since we've been in high school and college, like they have a good, a good program, just like Walter State. Community college has a great, uh, you know, good baseball program. Like, I remember when I was in college and intensity baseball wasn't that good. I mean, they'd go up there and get their ass beat by Walters. You know, yeah. the, you know, the Walters would hand it to him. And then, like I said, I know buddies that have played at Tennessee Tech and, like, you know, they, they, they're they a good program. So, um, so I'm not I'm not surprised by it. I did – I was kind of bummed that it happened just for national exposure – and I wanted the winning streak to keep going and all that. But then it did bother me when we lost to Bama that night. And I was like, dang, like, what's up? You know, like, what, what's going on here? But the true test, the true test of a good team and to see what they did. And for Friday night, I heard a little clip where one of the players was like, listen, Tony just came in here. He said, I wish we could play him right now. I want to play him right now. Like, as a loot, like, as a competitor, when you lose, that's how I feel. Matter of fact, yeah. you used to have a rule. We used, this is funny. We used to have a rule in Xbox that, like, if, if you play and you're like, no, F it, like, play me right now, like, play me right now. Like, if you played right then, like, and you beat the person again, it was over. You couldn't ask for another one for that night. Or if you won, then it was like an automatic, okay, we got to go best of three here. Yeah. Because, like, and I'm talking about like, with me and some of my buddies, like, everyone knows that you play Xbox or you play golf or you play pickup hoops or whatever you do. Like, you're super competitive, you're like, and you lose. It, it it infuriates you like it infuriates. it infuriates you so so it was cool to see them be like let's go and it was cool to say hey we're gonna come back juiced up ready tomorrow and we're gonna handle business and they did so many people say stuff like that and they don't but the test of a really really good team is someone that can not only talk to talk but walk to walk and they did it and then they did it again today so listen did I want us to stay undefeated SEC play and sweet family yeah of course you know but like. Once again, I want us to have a good season, but all that matters is just give me to Omaha and like let's 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 win something. I want I want a championship. Yeah, that's that's the ultimate goal for real. Um, and I, I completely agree. Like how like how do you respond to something like that, especially a, a two game losing streak? It's not just one. You know what I mean? It's like you know you're gonna get down the dumps, or you're gonna be like, listen, this is we're fine. We're better. We're a better team than them. In, in no way are they like we've got this in the bag, and then to even 
you lose your first base coach, you lose your head coach, the the series winning game, and you go out there and score 15 runs. Like, <laughs> thanks, Alabama, for showing up, but we'll see you. Um, right, right, right. And, I, you know, I'm glad Alabama got their little celebration the first game and they got to – Yay, we beat the number one team. Oh my god. Like, oh yeah, good for you. You lost the damn series. So right. The series, the series is what matters. Yeah, exactly. Like if if we drop in the ranking, I I'm really not gonna even understand. Like, I'm gonna have an issue with it. I still think we won that series. The Tennessee Tech game was a wooden bats flute game. We're still the best team in college baseball right now. We are still the top dog that everybody is trying to get. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's awesome, man. It is awesome to see like you put a good product out there, you win, you're gonna have a good following, and it's it's an exciting thing to see to see how it goes and see what happens. So you know, I'm I'm fired up about it, and yeah, no way, I cannot and cannot no wait for SEC tournament and then College World Series. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be dope. fun talking shit to all those Arkansas fans. They were already I, I saw something on, I saw something on Twitter already that those players were already like saying stuff about us. I'm like, Oh yeah. Bro, don't worry about us. You just swept LSU. Like, you know, what you worrying about us for? Bro, Arkansas fans have been when I put out the tweet that was uh that was us beating Vandy in baseball, softball, or baseball, basketball, women's basketball, and football. Arkansas fans were like quote tweeting it or like getting underneath it. We're like, oh yeah, good job beating Vandy. Duh, 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 duh. I was like, bro, what who are you? I'm not even talking about you. Why are you in my mentions? And you got beat by Vandy in women's and men's basketball. And in May, you might get beat by Vandy in baseball. So you better yeah. shut your mouth. Oh, saying this, oh, Vandy, it's good, impressive win versus Vandy. I'm like, bro, you, we were just you guys got one me. win we versus just... Vandy in 2018 football, so chill out. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say it's like Arkansas. Like, we're just throwing shade at the in-state people. Like, stay over there in Arkansas. Like, we'll worry about you when we play you. Yeah, we, you go talk to your rivals. Like, technically, Vandy is still a rival for us. They're in-state. We're, yeah. we're tired of hearing from their fans, so I'm going to chirp them. So what do you want me to what, – what, you want me to just not respond to all their annoying fans? Are you kidding me? I'm not bigger than that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Good podcast. Great podcast. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, hit the notification bell, leave a comment. Uh, I just read your guys' comments this past one. I know you want the little tidbits throughout the week when something pops up. We don't necessarily have all the time to do that, uh, like some of the other Tennessee podcasts you might see out there that are run by media members. This is run by me and Reed, who have regular jobs. Uh, so that is a little more difficult. We will try and get to that point eventually, maybe, probably, who knows. Um, but in the meantime, please share with all your friends and family. Let them know what we got going on. If you're on the podcast platforms, Please follow, uh, download, you know, uh, like, rate. Uh, there's all those different kind of things on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, uh, feel free to 
do that on social media if you want, but also have a phone number, 865-322-9232, and an email, believeintennesseefootball@gmail.com. Uh, and then, like I said, social media, follow us. We have at Believe in Tennessee on Twitter uh, for our main account, uh, at rbacon26 for Reed, at Kyler Curvison on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for me. And uh, just appreciate all you guys' support. Um, as always, go balls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.